0: So, um British Virgin Islands lifesaver. Uh future
1: Proctologist. Hmm. And NASA's most wanted. Lars Gearsing, if you could describe this dinner we just had in one word, what would it be?
2: As expected. <laughs> Does that mean disappointing?
1: Underwhelming. Not necessarily.
2: Underwhelming. I think it's just the way I would think it would go.
1: Not disappointed. Just just unimpressed. Yeah. Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> say that, either. And now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Play Holder Radio.
0: sound. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Dinner with Razors. I'm Sean Heckman. I'm Ryan Eversley. And uh, we're uh, driving back here in November from yeah. a uh, from an event down in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, where we met up with a bunch of fans, It's some uh, Motor Trend video promotions. But we're
1: recapping something we did back in January, Ryan. This has been a year-long project. That's right, Sean. Back in January, we sat down with uh, several racers that are generally not based in this country. Now, this particular guest, Lars Gearsing, he is a regular in the WeatherTech paddock. He has been in IMSA, Grand Am, all those series for, for quite a long time. But he doesn't live stateside, he does not. so getting him in between the roar before Daytona 24-hour, our preseason test, and the Rolex 24 was uh, uh, pretty helpful for both sides. It was, it was, <laughs> and and uh, Lars, who is a well, well, well-established
0: engineer in the uh, IMSA ranks, particularly in the GT category, he's Danish-born. <laughs> Here we go. But he he lived in the U.S. for a little while. Right. But he now lives. In the British Virgin Islands Yes You'll hear all about how he gets back and forth Right But it's it's an island where the virgins live The British ones. The British ones live there.
1: But he is a staple of the sports car racing community when it comes to engineering. He is known for being one of the reasons that teams like Paul Miller Racing, uh, TRG, Magnus Racing, they've had success. Every time he's been on a sports car team, they've done well.
0: Exactly. So just to recap some of his stats, I'm going to say he's won about 100 Rolex 24s. I think that's correct. I think that's the number. He's won 100.
1: Which is incredible because he's like mid-50s. Yeah, but he's won the Rolex 24
0: over 100 times. Yes, yes. Um, He's won Sebring a bunch of times. I think he's now at 63 IMSA championships. That's correct. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: two a year for the last like 25 years, I think, something like that.
0: And yeah. uh, he also, I, I'm only going to say this on a very personal level, is a well-known connoisseur of Thai and Indian food. Mm. And I know this because I love Thai and Indian food and I never get to eat Thai and Indian food unless I'm around Lars because he's the only person who I know who likes it as much
1: as I do. Now, uh, you know you can just order it yourself. Without Lars, yeah, like just like at home. Like Let me write this go. down. Hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. can yeah get like okay. So go on Grubhub, hmm. which is not Grindr. a not a no no no. Get off that's mine. Get off oh, that app. Okay. Open this app. Okay. There you go. Yeah, that one right there. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you know who has good uh, Thai food? Uh, The Thai place in Daytona? Yes, that's called Zen Bistro, Ryan. The The Zen Bistro in Daytona. We
0: don't have to care about this one. Only the diaries are going to (laughs) listen. I'll leave that in. (laughs) They are a a Lars Gearsing staple. You name a Thai food restaurant in the area, Lars knows which one to go to. This is
1: true. I I actually felt like kind of honored that I got to go to Thai food with Lars because I know that's like his thing, you know? (laughs) And uh, I remember we sat down with him and he kind of gave me a look like, don't ruin this for me.
0: I'm dead serious. Uh, yeah, yeah, he looked yeah. through you. I yeah. can see this. Yeah, 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 I was like,
1: sorry, sir. Thanks for coming to my show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh, here are some things you're going to hear about. Growing up in Danish farmland. Uh, search and rescue in the British Virgin Islands. Lots and lots of shitting on Andy Lally. And Alcohol. Yeah, he loves alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I like it too. Uh, but you know who does not have alcohol while he drives us around this country? That would be uh, Sebastian Bourdais. Yes, yeah, Sebastian Bourdais, an amazing driver who, as the French say, chauffeured. Yeah. That's exactly how they uh, say it, I a, believe. Yeah, that's They're correct. They're like, chauffeured. Yep. Us uh, all around the place. Uh, what do you have to say about this one, uh, Sebastian? You know, Mototrend Show is okay, but I like your
1: podcast better. Not only is uh, Sebastian Bordet, a super talented driver. But he's easy on equipment. Hmm. And, that, and that's not something we care about, because hmm. uh, these Continental Tires, hmm. well, they can do anything. That's Continental Tires the people that sponsor this show. They can do
0: anything. They can. You know what they can also do? Make
1: you say it right. Uh, Continental Tires. Continental Tires, huh? Do the thing. Continental Tires. For the one nope. that you nope. that got away. Nope, nope, stop, stop. It's, it's the smart choice. Smart choice. In tires. The one that got away. Fans, it's very important for us to remind you guys that we can not do this without you. We are 100% continuing to stay on the road because you guys have been so supportive and taking care of us by tagging Continental Tire, by encouraging other fans to do that, by buying belts your engine, buying hoses, electrical, co- I, I mean I've seen so many continental tags it's, it's been unbelievable and that's what's keeping this show on the road so from uh, both Sean and I please continue to do that because that is how we we'll were able to create this content, that is how we're we'll able to keep these road trips going and uh, tagging them, giving them all the love is what's gonna make that possible. Lars Gearsing
0: Meow! Alright we're gonna start in five, four, three,
2: Two. We've been here uh, now six nights. Six nights in a row? No, we skipped one. Oh, where'd you go on the night off? Uh, ocean Deck.
1: <laughs> well, right. you got to get a little bit of variety. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: the truth of the matter was we were too drunk to drive anywhere, so, you know, <laughs> it just at made that the point, you know, yeah, yeah. stayed yeah. for, the, the, state. Oh, for so you, the crappy So for the you
1: started at Ocean Deck, realized started. you wouldn't make it here.
2: Yeah, we started at the uh, German place over in
1: Velousa Mall. Okay. You know that one? Yeah. No, I don't. You don't? No, I no. Well, oh, that's, a, that's a rookie mistake. Beer, apparently, yeah. yeah. Well, teach me. Yeah, it's a
2: warm. it's a real German beer garden over in the Releuse Mall. Okay. And they nothing about probably, that sounds correct. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't. Yeah. But it is. They <laughs> so. have genuine German food. Yeah. They have probably fifty different beers. Yeah. Yeah. They have a really good wine selection, but I wouldn't recommend it because all of it is too old. Yeah. Uh, every bottle we bought there has been corked. <laughs> Oh. It's just uh, eight okay. Years. So yeah. back yeah. and then good. So
1: it's 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 just not. It's a beer place. Probably. Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, you know The the people that go into the Volusia Mall are really not the wine connoisseurs of the world. Really? Sure. No. sure. Here in uh, it was surprising to me too. East but. Central Florida is not the. Uh, but they have a nice wine collection.
0: Okay. I'm going to trust you when it comes to alcohol. You have
2: to go if you've never seen it. Well, so
0: he's got to be on track tomorrow with the Challenge Series. You know I don't drink. However, because I know how much you don't want to do this and (laughs) you're just being nice. I actually, we talked about this ahead of time, I will drink with you tonight. Oh, great. Yes.
2: That should be fun. Yeah, It could
0: make it interesting, but we'll see. But if, if you're drinking, I'll drink. Yeah. All right. I can't believe you're willing to do this. Well, Breaks up the monotony of Daytona, right? Yeah, yeah. You got go. so. What have you been doing the last couple of days? Virtually nothing.
2: Okay. No, Not a damn thing. Okay. I can't get the car to go fast, so uh, kind of gave up on that uh, last week and mm-hmm. just been sitting around. <laughs> I gave up on it already.
1: <laughs> it's January twenty-fourth, sir. That's yeah, a piece yeah. Of, yeah. of. Yeah.
2: No, it's not a piece. Of it's just not there. So. so we can- All right, so.
0: Where
1: are we uh, Zen Bistro, huh? I said, "Where are we, Zen Bistro?"
0: Zenbeestro. So this then like, be is like—is sure. there a Lars table here?
2: No, we've been moving around. We've sat at really? probably every one of them Because it seems like this is every night you're here. Yes.
0: Uh, because so you.
2: Because I- there's no other good food to have in Daytona. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a
0: Chipotle. Well, yeah, but say you are, <laughs> But that's especially now. Uh, uh, to just, my point exactly.
1: Nope. No, no, not giving it no. to you because that's that's a stamp. That's all I got. <laughs> but like in <laughs> in,
0: in the world of Lars thing that makes sense because yeah. you. I associate two types of food with you because I have never gone out with you and not
2: had Thai or Indian. I also do really good sushi, but here?
1: Well, so, so Ronan's okay. pretty popular, you're not a fan? Ronan,
2: uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good food, actually, but it's usually so packed that they're they, yeah. uh, they are just rude and don't give you service. And right. Eh.
0: One of the main reasons I started missing racing a little bit was because I don't get Indian food. <laughs> and there's plenty in L.A., but I just yeah. don't get Indian food unless I'm here we, because
2: you're here.
1: Oh, where's the Indian place here?
2: There is actually one out in the boonies. See? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which is decent. It's not very good.
1: But okay. It's right. decent. Yeah. But
2: it's, I mean, to me, this is all you do.
0: So where, where's yeah. the best Indian food? In, in Pasadena? No. Period. On the tour. On the tour? Uh, see, I have more memories of experience more so than food. Because there was an Indian place you and I went to near Mossport. Yeah. Uh, where I remember you mentioned the dirty plates. And so the guy literally just lifted his shirt up <laughs> and just started cleaning the plate. Oh, yeah, right in front of him I was like, here oh, you go. Like yeah. belly
2: and all. And we're like, oh. But that was right. actually Thai. Because that they, <laughs> the, the Indian place was closed that day. That's the oh, what's it, it called? Uh, uh, something right. of spice or. But it's right there yeah. in the in the yeah. main city, uh, yeah. whatever that is. <laughs> Oshawa, Oshawa, <laughs> yeah. or whatever they however they say it up uh-huh. there is all the same. Uh-huh. But that's so, that's the best Indian. Okay. Mossport? Well, yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 They, there's a lot of Indians. up there, yeah, there, there yeah. are. Yeah.
0: Wait. So what's in the in the largest Geersing, uh tour book of of Thai and Indian food? Where's the best Thai? Here. Here, really? this is your favorite place. This is the best Thai. Huh? Are we ruining it for
1: you that now you're a celebrity? No. Fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> give yeah, a a sh-. He's like, nothing. I'll, be, I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, okay. it's fine. It nothing. Okay, okay. Walk me through the menu here. What are you going with? Do you have the same thing every night? Uh, yes. Ninety percent of the time, okay. you know, I will uh, deviate
2: just a little bit, but uh, it's a Penang duck. Always duck. We always do duck. Okay. Thai. All
0: right. Grew up in Denmark. You live in the British Virgin Islands. I feel like coming from LA to East Coast race is a problem. I feel like for the Europeans, it's a problem. But you have a whole other level of adventure every goddamn time you come to a racetrack. Yeah. What is your flight process? Because you live in Virgin Gorda, a small island within the British Virgin Islands. Yes. What? So, t- walk me through a travel day in the world of Lars Giersing.
2: Well, uh, it can go two ways. Okay. Either the airport is closed or it's open on our little island. We have a dirt runway. <laughs> if I can go down there and take a plane to San Juan, okay. I'm golden because I'm in go- Puerto Rico. Fifteen minutes before flight time. There's, um, no,
0: there's, there's no great Virgin Gorda TSA. No, they they uh, don't on have a road. Okay. No,
1: well, no. How, okay, so how does that work? Like, are you paying a guy to fly over there? Or you just no, like, no. There's a there's a scheduled flight. Okay, how big is this plane?
2: Uh, it's a seven passenger. Cessna. <laughs> small. Five-way. The answer is yeah. small.
1: Is what we're looking for. And, small, and What's, what's yeah. the captain's name?
2: <laughs> uh, it Rick. used to be Mo for a lot of years. Okay, Mo. that was what I was hoping for. Mo didn't Mo. make it. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, Mo uh, Mo has gone on to other. Things now, but uh, Mo is a great guy. He was, um, uh, he was the colonel in the Shah's uh, air force. Okay. So obviously, at some point, he uh, hightailed it out of <laughs> yeah, yeah. the out Middle of East, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. pretty quickly, oh, yeah. and came yeah. to the U.S. and He runs a outfit called Air Sunshine. <laughs> and they fly to the Bahamas. That is That too. Okay.
0: I'm guessing you're one of several things they run. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's okay. an import-export business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: They no, they actually made quite a bit of money uh, flying <laughs> they, to uh, Guantanamo. Oh. They were the only ones flying into Guantanamo, okay. so they had uh-huh. the military contract. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's good you work. Can you can transport a lot there, mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Yeah. So that was not bad for him. Okay. Interesting. So he uh, he no longer flies into Virgin Gorda, so now I fly with Cape Air, which is a. Who? Cape, Cape Bear. Air? They're from uh Oh, so it's Nantucket. no longer.
0: So it's no longer. You don't, you're not on a first name basis anymore. It's no longer Yeah,
2: captain. I still am. It's, There's okay. only about six pilots it's that like fly down there. So. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. Um. And is there a schedule? Yeah, they fly uh, a couple of times a day. Okay. So. Uh, and if that doesn't work, which uh, they've had the airport closed for a lot, long time, uh, so then you take a ferry to Tortola and then take the same little airplane from there and go to San Juan. Yeah. Okay. okay. So
0: either way, it's a airplane to San Juan Yeah. and possibly a ferry before that. Yeah. yeah. They're okay. built
2: in the 60s, all of them. Yeah. Okay. And then it's San Juan, Puerto Rico. Yeah. And then to Atlanta or JFK and then, and then on from there. from there. Mm-hmm.
0: So mm-hmm. you so can do day. as many as three or four. Vehicles yes. to get to wherever you're going. So like even if you're say racing at Laguna Sake. Yeah. It's gonna be Atlanta to SFO. Yeah. Jeez. So okay. You leave your house it, at let's say seven AM, what time are you getting into your hotel?
2: Uh, I usually get to Atlanta at six o'clock, something like that. Six PM.
0: Yeah. If you leave at six AM or eight AM. No, yeah. I leave at uh, like eight or nine. To get to the six o'clock flight yeah. in Atlanta, yeah. plus wherever you might be connecting to if it's not Atlanta.
2: Yep. But I can fly to Europe in the same time. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like to me, this is more of a process.
0: And like we were with uh, uh, Philippe Albuquerque today. Yeah. Like that's just Lisbon to wherever. Yeah. At least it's like it's one single. Travel. It's one flight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's And they fly a seven times a day. Yeah. 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 Like if Captain Moe is a little tired today, then he doesn't fly. Flying. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Hmm. He was okay. great though. I, I really <laughs> like both. Did he let you fly up front with him? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he. And, yeah. Uh, his uh, son was flying for him for a while, and uh, we had a really good report. We'd, sure, I I would
1: fly a lot. I, I'm picturing the the plane in Indiana Jones. There's like chickens and crates in the back, oh, yeah. and the doors still open. He he flies a lot of chickens because <laughs> they do uh, uh,
2: cockfights. Okay, well, so oh right, no, they don't do. No, true. it's in Puerto Rico. They really do have yeah. cockfights yeah. there, and yeah, in yeah. the BVI. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So yeah. they say they don't have cockfights in the BVI because it's illegal, but right. they do. Yeah. They have like five boxes of. Cocks in the back of the sure. plane. Sure, it's not for their chicken.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're not eating. Them. Sure, right, no. sure. right. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: So the the reason I thought you'd be a good guess is that yes, you are like a guy who's very well known in the in the GT levels of of, of the paddock, and and uh, we do like to have engineers on beyond just drivers, um, but you are not the typical engineer in terms of your background and where you came from. Like, mm. no. where's your where's your degree from? Degree exactly. <laughs>
2: You have to have the degree. yeah a degree L- of uncertainty yeah and, and yeah, there's that <laughs> and that uh, that.
0: what major metropolitan city did you grow up in
2: uh, none really huh. <laughs> I,
0: I lived out in the country in Denmark yeah you are from the Danish countryside and like I have your a degree education in farming your education farm management right <laughs>
2: <laughs> how about that <laughs> okay we don't yeah. know what we're going to use that for but yeah. It's yeah good knowledge
0: yeah if you uh, if you looked up uh, your LinkedIn it's like 30 years in motorsport and then danish ag- agricultural management uh from uh what is
2: it landbrugs school something like yeah, school. Oh, okay. Okay, right. Yeah, 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 that right yeah that one right, you right. know that i know that one so what did yeah. mom and dad do they were uh they were in the book world the my dad was worlds. a okay. editor for regis digest in denmark and my mom okay. translated and wrote books okay mostly cookbooks okay that's That's good right Right. was she a good cook yes oh nice we had had a good time when I was growing up for a long period of time she would do two cookbooks a year Mm -hmm. and we would do all the recipes okay so you know you'd go from Lobsters to souffles to sure. bake this or that. Oh, so you're kind of like
1: the test bed. Yeah,
2: we for, were. For what we're she's got we thought it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. not a bad that way to go. My dad and me, we were just like, yeah, what are we having
1: tonight? Yeah, page two. Yeah, let's look at the picture. <laughs> it's a page two kind of night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's look at the picture.
0: Anybody under for what is Reader's Reader's Digest?
2: Uh, yeah, Reader's Digest was a uh, magazine, but it was also a uh, they they. Produced a lot of books. Yeah. It was and like this
0: weird amalgamation of like book and summaries and book sales, yes, and, and yeah.
2: usually specialty books. Yeah. And encyclopedias. It was the right? Amazon of booksellers. Oh <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So they were they were big in the 60s and the 70s, yep. right? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So your dad would take the American one and translate it into a Danish
2: version. Yes, they did that as well, but okay. that was not their mainstay. Their mainstay was books. You okay. Know, bringing in American books uh, that they thought were interesting for Europe and yeah. okay. translating those and. Applying them to the European market.
0: Sounds like the. That, this is where most engineers come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this kind of world? Was your dad a car guy? No. Mom? No. No car people. No. Living on a Danish farm.
2: Well, we lived in in the suburbs at first, but then we moved to the the country, and that's where I said, well, looks pretty interesting to drive tractors around. So. Sure. What kind of farming was it? There's there's small farms in Denmark, especially back then. You know, they were like most of them 40, 50 acre farms. Yeah. With pigs cows everything all in the same yeah. yeah, everybody would do the same thing
0: now is, is, is Den? i don't know anything about denmark it's e- extremely economics. small no i understand that but is it like is it like a center hub for agriculture throughout europe or are uh, you just- it is yeah back uh-huh. then it was at least uh, okay. it still is i guess and this was the career it was yeah you were going to be a danish farmer i was so somehow you end up living in
2: bvi as a race engineer yeah, there was a couple of stops along the way. You know? All
1: right, well, good podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When's the food show? Up? <laughs> how does How does your racing career start?
2: Well, I guess it started uh, the. It started with uh, that I had a Porsche shop in Oakland, oh. in the Bay Area. No, okay. Wait, wait, hang there's hang on, a couple on, steps on, on, in between here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was
1: farming, and then I had a Porsche shop. Yeah. In California.
2: Well, I, I <laughs> drove sports cars in Denmark, and i I raced them on club levels in Denmark a couple of times. But where did this come from? Like,
0: Dad wasn't a car guy.
2: No. My, I think my buddy, Fleming, Fleming, who I've met, know, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. His, uh, his mom and dad had a car dealership. Okay. They, uh, what did they do back then? Uh, I think it was, Renaults, and then they, changed to Mercedes. And, was but, Fleming like a school buddy? Yeah.
0: Okay. Right. We went, so to school went to school together. with Fleming, who, like, I don't. There's no way to describe the guy.
2: Yeah. So we were always hanging out, around cars and. I guess I like them. So, uh, yeah. So, so interested you, in cars. We always, uh, their dealership was a very small one. So we, uh, we had big field out back and whenever they got a car and that they couldn't sell again, they'd give it to us and we would just bomb around. Just destroy. It and okay. Destroy it. <laughs> and this became race cars.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. And what's the Danish, was this rally racing? Was this, uh, I did some racing, okay. but,
2: uh, we did, uh, mostly it was, you know, on, on tracks, but, uh, there's not a lot of racetracks in Denmark.
0: Weird. Okay. Yeah. It's only two. But you're not some kid like going, like dreaming of F1, going to F1 races no. or... Never like crossed my mind. Not a racing guy at all. No. Until your buddy Fleming decides to like, let's go wreck my parents' car out back. Yep. And you decide wrecking cars seem like a good idea. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So where does, the, where does the, the... Somehow this leads to a Porsche shop in Oakland.
2: Well, I, I went to Australia for eight months. And I just this met. is made up. <laughs> uh, so I come home from Australia and uh, Why? for eight months. Well, I I went out there for eight months. what's your name? No, there was nobody out there. I just I just met my wife before I left. <laughs> oh, she wasn't my wife at that point. Oh, I
0: see.
2: No, sorry. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I went to Australia, came back, and I said to Linda, "Well, uh, I'm not going to stay here." Denmark is just crappy, and the weather is bad, and taxes are high, and it's just too small. I said, do you want to go somewhere? And she said, yes. And she had already talked about going to England, and I said, well, I don't want to go to England. The weather is just as bad there. Seems to be a theme with you. Yeah. No. And, uh, she, and because I'm a, uh, an American citizen, we could go here. So I said, well, let's go to America. Okay.
0: Okay, so you have American citizenship because you were raised by a stepfather yep. who was Danish, but your, ex, your, your, your birth father was American. was American. And then your mom moved back to Denmark, with, with, with what, what you consider your father. So by that, you are able to keep what's called neutral citizenship. Neutralized citizenship. Neutralized citizenship. <laughs> so therefore, you've already got your American passport, mm-hmm. and you go to Australia for eight months. Why are you going to Australia for eight months? What, how do you, like, you just gave up the farming? How old are you? Uh, 22, I guess. Okay, so that's oh. sort of what well, for many of us would be that post-college age where you
2: travel for a year. Yeah, I mean, kind of, sort of. Yep. Just to see what it was like. Why Australia? We were talking about maybe immigrating there. Um, just wanted to see what it was like. Never been there. What'd you do? Uh, Drove heavy machinery and <laughs> trucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: so you're in... Australia, having just been a farmer, yeah, driving driving heavy trucks. What city? In Sydney. In Sydney. Yeah. Okay. This is this is everything I was expecting from a, a renowned GT engineer. Um, for eight months,
2: still doesn't add up, but great. Well, so I actually only worked for about five months. Okay. And then my buddy Fleming came down with his uh, to be wife. Okay. And uh, we drove around Australia for three months. And just outback. Outback. Yeah, uh, everything. Okay it was actually kind of funny so we 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 drive down from sydney down to adelaide which is all by the coast and it's fairly civilized there's asphalt on the roads and uh spend some time in adelaide because they have nice wineries and uh then we said well let's go to alice springs so we drive out of town and probably 15 miles out of town road ends i go oh they must have road work
3: (laughs) that's adorable two (laughs) hours later
2: (laughs) I wonder how long the road work is going to be. A big project. Yeah. Yeah. They were doing road work all the way to Alice Springs. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. How do you keep gas in the car? Uh, they do have gas stations, okay. uh, but every time you see one, you fill up the car. Yeah. Right. Because right, yeah. you have no clue when the next I think the coming. the f- And they always, when you leave the gas station, there'll be a sign saying when the next one. Okay. Yeah. Right. So okay. Kind of these so I, know I think what you the, do. the biggest we saw was 460 kilometers. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Good luck. Wow. And what were you driving? Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. I like mean, you a, can only like do 40 miles an hour. I was about to say, yeah, with mm-hmm. the, the roads that you're on, yeah. you're never going that fast. It wasn't keeping gas in the car. That was the biggest thing. Cold beer. How <laughs> <The possibility> you <laughs> do that? I
1: mean, you're driving all day. Yeah. So yeah.
2: we had bought this uh, little 12-volt refrigerator that was in the infancy of that. Okay. There, so it was this is, terrible. This is what year? Uh, 84. Was it 84, 86? I yeah, can't so you are like,
1: this is a high high technology yes. piece you got here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the and
2: so it could fit a six-pack, no more. Yeah. That up with you and Fleming. No, I mean, what yeah, do you do? Yeah, that's right? not going to last. You run out really quick. And uh, his girlfriend, now wife, wanted to have some of her Cokes in there, but oh, that didn't. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Please. Yeah. So, so they broke up. No, they're married. <laughs> they're still married. She's not that smart, I guess. I don't <laughs> know. And then since it was my car, I said, well, you guys are sleeping outside in the tent. I'm sleeping in the back of the car, station car. So I had a nice, comfy bed, you know, away from all the snakes and the Everything in Australia spiders Australia and the, all the yeah, things yeah, that will yeah, kill you out yeah. there.
0: Yeah.
2: And uh, they were out in the tent. Mm-hmm. All right. Live they didn't sleep
0: life. much. That's not your problem. No, yeah. it wasn't. No. 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 So this eight-month adventure leads you to the conclusion that Denmark is not for you. Yeah. You go home. Linda, who is now your wife, you both decide Denmark's not the place. Yep. And you're already an American citizen. And does this take you to Oakland?
2: Uh, well, no, it. Um... <laughs> 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 so I did a year in Japan. Right, yeah. About to say. <laughs> That's what's coming. No, we, we went over and. Um, so I said to Linda, you know, there's some good news and bad news. <laughs> we can go to the U.S., but we're going to have to get married. Oh, bummer. So she said, okay, we'll do it.
3: Uh, That's so, a, That is the romance I expected yeah, from Lars Gisler. Yeah, by that the way, adds
0: up. so we're going to do this thing. <laughs> so we did that. Sorry. Uh-huh.
2: Drove, uh huh. Drove from the east coast to the west coast because uh, Linda said, "Well, where are we going?" Because she had never been to America. I've oh, been there many okay. times, of course. Uh, and uh, just as a side note, Fleming and I uh, drove around the U.S. and that must have been in '84, uh, just when we turned 21. Okay. We did that for. Four or five months.
0: Kind of taking advantage of your passport, may as well, well go through cause the countryside. It's a good yeah, thing to good go drinking to for five months, right?
1: right? Yeah. Were any memorable stops along the way? Oh yes, there
2: was <laughs> a lot. It was good.
1: Yeah, it's fun. You want to explain what those were?
2: No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but so Linda said, "Where are we going?" I said, "Sonoma." Yeah, and she goes, "Why?" Well, because they have great wine, wine. <laughs> and I'm a farmer. I can get a job in in the winery, right? Yeah i mean next to the bottles would be great but that didn't work out but we went to sonoma and uh rented an apartment and looked for jobs that proved to be a little hard yeah but uh
0: what was your resume i'm lars and i know how to farm
2: yeah yeah, yeah. pretty
0: much i can drive a truck if it's in australia yeah. tractors are no big deal yeah yeah okay so
2: yeah but it didn't really impress anybody, did it? Yeah, they're like, we have a lot of rednecks here. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> it's Northern California. We're good. Your, yeah. your
0: salesmanship is uh, just being very matter of fact, <laughs> which works at this point. I don't know that it worked at 23. Well,
1: yeah. Also, what was the accident like back then? Uh, probably a little bit Australian. Yeah. <laughs> so, no matter what, you're not from here. Yeah. No, I'm not
0: from
2: there. Yeah. yeah.
0: All of this screams the idea of you becoming a, a racing engineer.
2: Yeah. Well, then there's the next step. So about four months later, Christmas time comes along, and uh, I had I'd quit the trucking job and uh, taken a job in a local quarry to drive heavy machinery because it paid more. Yeah. And then it started raining, which it does in California, and that I didn't really re- realize this. Um, and then they closed the quarry, and I go. Yeah. What am I gonna do now? And they go, well, well that's not our problem. So, tail between my legs, I went back to the trucking company and said, "Yeah, do you have a job?" And they go, "Yep, here you go." So, did that for another month, and I saw an ad in the paper saying they wanted a service advisor at the Porsche dealership in Santa Rafael. So, I said, and that's like 20 minutes yeah, away, that 30 minutes. Normal, sure. So, I applied for it. Didn't hear.
0: Yeah, because, again, your resume is on Lars.
2: Uh, well, no, I, I was a little it. smarter than that okay. because I I called my buddy Fleming and said, can your dad uh, uh, give me a resume that no, I worked there as that, a service okay. advisor? Okay, so our,
0: our there's show— There's our camp. There's yeah. our scam, yeah. yeah. Our show is built on interviewing people who, I'd say, 95% of people started their career on some sort of con.
1: Yeah, some lie, some some sort of bullshit scam. In. Yeah, yeah.
0: So— no, I'll your fit buddy, right in there. Your buddy Fleming's <laughs> dad said you work, and so you know all about Porsche dealerships or
2: the dealership well, world. Well, they had so a, mer- they had Mercedes at the time, so it wasn't a far jump. But you understand dealerships yeah. and high end cars. Yeah. And uh, they said.
1: And uh, you're European. Mm-hmm. Ooh, wow. Yeah.
2: yeah. But I, I truly didn't know what a service advisor was. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought anything is better than driving it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. all over the face. And if there's something
0: it. I know about you, is that you and the service business has got
2: to be a good idea. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Go on.
2: So I didn't hear from them. Yeah. Then I called the service manager. And he goes, oh, um, oh, I haven't really looked at the resumes, but you know, nobody, there's been nobody in for interviews. Uh, can you come in next week? And I said, well, I'm um, I'm working right now. I can come in Saturday morning? Would that be okay? He said, "Okay, I'll come in." So he had me and another guy come in for an interview, and they were looking for a service advisor for Hyundai and one for Porsche. And I walked through the door with my resume newly printed and um, very glamorous. And I yeah, do yeah, anything. yeah, yeah big and time, of course. And um, we got the job because there was nobody else. I said, yeah. "Okay, you're both hired."
0: So you got the job literally because you followed up. Yeah. He yeah. just called. Yeah. yeah. I'd imagine in today that still holds true.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I think half the battle's okay. showing up. Just show up, yeah. just call, yeah. and just ask. So this other guy had done service advisor work for years. Okay. okay. And, uh, and he got sent out to Hyundai. And he took Hyundai. Okay. Because he said, I'm going to make more money there, and there are more cute girls. And I yeah. got, okay, whatever. Okay. So I, t- I got Porsche. Yeah. And... um about uh, 9 months later the service manager quit and i got the job as service manager
1: so yep that's how i know a Porsche how was the first week of that job was it chaotic oh, cuz you had no idea what the hell you were supposed to be doing or i had no idea yeah. how do you hide it uh, well when we were going
2: out from the interview and we had gotten the job i kind of grabbed the other guy and i said hey listen <laughs>
1: <laughs> you 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 hey come uh, come, uh, come, uh, come, yeah. Come, yeah. come 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 come
2: what the? <laughs> How do you do this? What do you? What, do you what say are you supposed you, to do? What do you do here? No, I was just yeah. very blunt and, and yeah, yeah. honest and said, "Yeah, you know, I have no idea. I just came over from Europe. Yeah. I've done cars, but right. I don't know what I'm supposed to do." Yeah. And is your
0: only mechanical acumen at this point tractor servicing?
1: And wrecking well, cars or plumbing? Yeah, something like yeah, you're, yeah. you're dicking around with cars enough in the backyard, yeah. you would, yeah, even Fleming figured out stuff. Yeah, we can.
2: Yeah. So. He says, well, it's really easy. You know, a guy comes to the door, take his name, write up what the wants, f- you want, huh. give, the, give the piece of paper to one of your mechanics, and you're done. Then you get the paper back, and you make out the bill. Yeah. How hard
1: can that be, right? No? It's almost like being an engineer. The driver's the customer. Yeah. Hear what he has to say. Give the notes to yeah, the mechanics. there you go. Go do the work. Do something else. Do something else. Yeah. This, so, al- this adds up real quick. So yeah.
2: uh, it, it wasn't a... It wasn't a hard thing to do. Yeah, right, right. And my mechanics were really cool, and they wanted to make a lot of money, and I wanted to make money, so they told me, uh, this is how we do it. And they were, they were all, you know. This is how we do it, is in providing services that aren't necessary? Well, more, That's no guess. more like cutting corners, you know, dealerships, you know. Dealerships, yeah, right. Flat rate, and, right. Right. you know, we could do two big services in a day, right? And most of the parts are in their bottom drawer, and they were doing them at home. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. copy. Yeah, that makes
1: sense. Okay,
2: yeah, I okay. get it. Thought okay. I'd stay there
1: for no a couple you of years. Buckler.
2: That was good. Oh, God. Then my best mechanic he left and bought half of a Porsche shop in Oakland, and then he calls me up and says, "Hey, why don't you come join me?" Uh, the the older guy that owns the other half he really wants to retire, so I went over and talked to the older guy, German guy. He was really cool and I said, "I have no money. Yeah, I just came from." denmark i've lived here for a year and a half or something and he says well there it certainly helped that i was european because we could talk a different language right Uh, literally and uh so he says uh well um i'll loan you the money so you pay me off over the next two years this is the second con so i did that and it worked out fabulously so two years back. later, I paid him back. Oh, you really did? No, oh, yeah. I paid him every month. Okay. Paid him a fa- fixed fee every month. And uh, then, you know, after two years, I was paid up, and it's fine.
0: And this was an independent Porsche shop. Yep. Not a dealership thing. No. But people bring in their Porsches. there in Oakland. Yep. I can imagine there's a reasonable amount of uh, oh, Porsche yeah. owners in the East Bay. It's a yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah, even then.
2: Orinda, they would drive in. Yeah. Know, they were going to the city, so they dropped the car off. Yeah, and, exactly. And there, there was nobody in San Francisco, so we had good market and he was very well known he'd been there for 15 the, years the previous owner yep, yeah previous owner okay
0: and this became your thing through the 80s
2: mm-hmm. so right after the first recession came right after i bought the shop yeah and uh it was a little bit tough there but it was just me and and the, my other mechanic and so i, I started wrenching on cars you kind of yeah. had to right yeah i yeah. had to but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It just came naturally anyway so it was okay and uh then at a certain point we said yeah it's not a lot of business we need to do something to get business in so we said well there's people that always come in and ask about racing you know they want to have a club car or something and we always kind of said now nah, we're not doing it yeah and then i said well i used to i used to go on track when i was a kid <laughs> We can do it, sure. Yeah. So we okay. started that, and <laughs> based on your
0: huge racing pedigree of yeah. f- off in a parking lot, yeah, yeah, a yeah. field, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you said, let's go, let's go club racing, mm-hmm. and partially to drum up business. I'm assuming there's a party that wanted to do this too.
2: I really didn't, but a a friend of ours That's the most was large doing NASA
1: forever, yeah. yeah,
2: And and uh, said, oh, you got to come to a NASA event, yeah. You go, yeah. So I did, and went to NASA NASA event the Sears Point, and I go, that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Which is the most emotion anyone's ever heard <laughs> out of you. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, but a little bit stupid, but uh, we, we gained a lot of customers and yeah. did a lot of club racing. We,
0: As a, like a race service group, or just a... Race you, service group, yeah. Okay, okay. So you became a Northern California-based, arrive-and-drive Porsche race service company. Way and before the, K- KB. Yeah, or, or Flying Lizards. Yeah, <laughs> right. Or, yeah, oh, yeah. You, built the mold you started the mold.
2: this yeah i told uh, martin when uh, a few years ago martin, uh, martin snow martin snow yeah, yeah. madison's so, dad madison's dad yeah, yeah sorry yeah, that actually yeah. that is probably that's yeah. not a joke they yeah. really don't yeah.
0: yeah sad but it's true. madison <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: we uh, came to las vegas and he had a semi truck and we had a semi truck and we were the only ones with a semi back then mm-hmm. now you can't find a regular trailer yeah. there right yeah yeah.
0: So you're going to, to Porsche Club events, NASA, or I don't know, if POC or PCA was a thing at the time. Yep, PCA, PCA. So you're, this is your this is your bread and butter, and this is to grow your business. It's, it is fun to drive.
2: It's actually not bread and butter, but <clears throat> yeah, it keeps the shop busy.
0: Okay, between that and the and the streetcar stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you go club racing, you got the Porsche. So at what point are because uh, you you I mean your name is on like some Grand Am entry lists and whatnot as a driver. At what point do you actually start? Does this become a thing?
2: Well, it was when I sold the shop. Okay. Then uh, my, I said, know, yeah, I want to get out, and uh, that, sold it to my. Was workload or what? Hmm? Was it just not what you wanted? Too much work. Uh, my partner was maybe not the. He was not a good businessman. He was a great mechanic. Okay. But he was a terrible businessman.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jason says the same. And uh, <laughs> you know, if you work at HP, you
2: know, <laughs> just wasn't uh, wasn't worth it. <laughs> uh huh. You know that? Yeah. 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 So um, I sold it to I sold my part to him, okay. And uh, said, "Okay, well, probably need to find another career now." And then some of my best customers they came to me and said, "We want to go uh, pro racing. Can we do that?" And I went, "Well, anything is possible." And uh, they were dot comers and had a good load of money. Anybody we know? Uh, Richard Staranka and Dave Standridge. Dave Standridge, yes. Renworks. So we did that for almost two years. So I I drove the car, I set up the car, and tried to teach them how to drive. I didn't. I did not succeed. <laughs> Based on your pedigree as Le Mans winner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, but you ran a team for them, basically. I ran the team, and yeah. I I was the pro driver in the car. Right.
0: Okay. <laughs> and right. at that time, how many? What is a team? Is it is it two people, three people? Is that your guy?
2: Our car, yeah. Nice. Uh, no, we had a—the at first—I uh, think the first six months, we had a volunteer team. Okay. It was just me and Fleming that got paid. That adds up. And uh, then we really got a, a normal team together. Right. But are, are you doing all the
0: hiring and all the logistics yeah, and yeah. the hotel booking? This is all you? Yeah. You were running a team. Okay.
2: And is this just club stuff? No, we did uh, LMS and uh, Grand
1: Al. Yeah, six hours walking, going with Yeah. Okay. yeah. Daytona also, yeah, all come up. Yep.
0: And your driving career was born.
2: I mean, come on, I'm a glorified clubber, yeah, right? I yeah, I get it, right. I get it, I get it. I can drive a car, but it's yeah. not. I'm never going to be Michael Schumacher. So. Sure,
0: but you, you like, I don't know that. But look, I, I compared that to any, them,
2: right? I was Michael Schumacher. Yeah. Yeah. but
0: I also don't know that anybody who meets you today, I don't know that Madison Snow even knows that like you have driven before.
2: You know, it does come come up because. I think that's my advantage, is that I do have seat time, and I I know what a car is supposed to do. Right. Can't make it do it anymore, but (laughs) different story, right? Sure.
0: Okay. So, at what point do you then go from running a team, sort of being the faux pro driver, to kind of what you are now?
2: Well, it uh, came to Daytona in 2003, and, uh, like, uh, December, they say to me, well, we can really win this thing, so... um, uh, you're not going to be driving. We want a pro driver in there.
1: That's what the guys that you, the funding guys. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: So they f- me on that because it wasn't my contract. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but uh, they said, well, no, we're going to win it because they were full of themselves, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And this was December 2003.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 2002, right? Ah, right going into three. Okay. So. So
0: 20 years ago.
2: So we say, yeah, 20 years ago. So we said, I said to myself, well, if I screw them now, I'm never going to get the money they owe me because they are better lawyers we than know I this have. world yep uh, so I said okay I'll just continue to be the crew chief and run the car so they hired David Murray right <laughs> <Great. laughs> fantastic right? how'd that go we got third overall <laughs> yeah okay. yeah yeah we were second up until uh, we got a rock in the radiator an hour 20 or something like that. Yeah. then the Ferrari passed us yeah after they had lost a wheel twice <laughs>
4: Yeah. Those were the days. Yeah, the good yeah. old Ferrari days. Yeah. <laughs> good old yeah. days. <laughs>
2: so we came in right behind Kevin Buckler. He got all the glory. We got nothing. And mm-hmm. then I quit after that. I said, well, you guys didn't fulfill the contract. Yeah, I'm not getting a drive, and fucking yeah, Buckler's fuck beat me. i fucking idiot. Yeah. It can win. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Michael Literally. <laughs> 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 Michael Schroff. That's right. So after Daytona, I came home, and I said, uh, I think we should uh, move to the BVI.
0: Oh, this is 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay. British Virgin Islands when you say BVI.
2: And uh, Linda said, well,
0: okay. Had you been there? Like, where did this... Yeah, we'd been been there on
2: vacations. Okay. Okay. And we'd actually bought a a piece of land for a uh, vacation home. So she said, okay, I'm going to quit my job. Mm -hmm. So she did. I I said... if we're going to stay in california need another uh, career yep
3: yeah and i wasn't downhill. really
2: interested yeah yeah i couldn't really grasp what i was going to do sure sure <clears throat> there was uh spring of the of 2003 i got a call from kevin buckler yep and now it starts yeah <laughs> this
0: is where the real story begins
2: that's where it goes downhill <laughs> Was <laughs> this
0: where you met john bedell
2: because yeah
0: John Bedell said, "Like we were looking for stories, and John Bedell said the number one story he has with you is how you guys first worked together.
1: And to be yeah, t- and that t- would
0: have been that would have been June of 2003.
1: Yeah, and John Bedell being like a longtime crew chief in, in yeah. and and sports car racing currently at Magnus currently He's runs Magnus. Some, yeah, yeah, he was at TRG when you were there. Yeah, yeah and yeah. like yeah.
0: Lars, you, Ryan, and myself yeah. have, have all known him for yeah. 20 years. Only. Yeah. You've known him 20 years, and myself almost 20 years. Yeah. So."
2: But yeah, yeah, the first race was good. Yeah, so you and this so, but is this but,
0: where, you, yeah, well, is this where okay. you first worked with
2: Kevin? Actually, Kevin called me because uh, he was going to Le Mans.
0: And this is Buckler at the Razors Group.
2: Yeah, yep. Kevin Buckler, <laughs> KB. I don't know if you've ever heard of Here him our go. show. <laughs> Here Rapping, we go. in, kids. Yeah. So he was going to Le Mans. Okay. And he needed somebody to run uh, Mark Bunting and uh, Gleason, Chris Gleason. Chris Gleason, okay. yeah. They were going to do a one-off at Phoenix. In Grand yeah. Am. Yeah. On, the road, right. on the
1: road course on the Oval, kids. Yeah, so yes. the, the, the yeah. Phoenix Roval. Yeah. But just in the middle clear, of summer. Right.
2: Well, April, I guess. It was a night race. Right. But the, the
0: core TRG group, they're all in France. <laughs> they're in France, yeah. So he just needs some human. He needs two arms. He needs somebody. To roll a car. And
2: uh, having just come off two years of Renworks, he said, and I had done some work for him because we did uh, gearboxes for them yeah. early on.
0: He'd send gearboxes to your Porsche shop? Yeah. So you're like the Hollinger of gearbox specialists.
2: Something like that. You're like the Bill Raider
1: of Porsche gearbox, yeah. guys. Oh, God.
2: Don't <laughs> say Bill Raider and me in the same sentence. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. But that was a good race. That was fun.
0: So tell me about this, this race. Wait. So again, yeah. yeah, I, yeah that you glean first over the entire story.
2: <laughs> first uh, Grand Am race. Right. And uh, they were out to please all their customers that were coming in. Because they're in France. Or, do you, gonna mean, make their big or do you mean Grand Am? Grand Am. Yeah. Grand Am. They bought us France. dinners mm. and... Right. Drinks
0: so, as, as John Bedell says, uh, that the story I got from John was: uh, so you, you're in BVI at this point. Yeah. So he gets the call, and you get the call. You guys have never worked together. I mean, like, bud, I got this. I got this race, and the whole business is on the line. I'm guessing this is how Kevin says it. Really need you to come through for me, bud. And there was a show car, the like had to be picked up in Las Vegas, and it had to be taken to the race in Phoenix. In Vegas to Phoenix, is quite, it's a ten hour drive, more or less. Uh, I think John had to go do that himself, or Lonnie had to do that. Lonnie did it. Lonnie, had, so Lonnie was like a long-time truck driver. He's been with the Lizards forever. Um, so Lonnie picks up this show car at a dealership in Vegas so that somehow been sold to you and John Vidal is ready race to race. Ready. Oh, yeah, race to ready. Race ready for Phoenix. Good to go.
1: Okay. And Wait, gets, Kevin Buckler did this? <laughs> I know it's shocking. I don't know not I know you yeah. won't believe it. Do you maybe you're re- remembering it wrong? Uh, no.
0: <laughs> so the car unrolls. You take it through tech. Do you remember any of this? Do you remember uh, how were the seatbelts? Oh, they were expired. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that day. Yeah. That day, actually. Wait, what? Like that day they that were. Day. That's yeah. even
1: better. Yeah. yeah.
2: Shocks were frozen. <laughs> had no equipment. We had. Yep. We had no tools.
0: And you're selling Mark Bunting. This is a quality program to yeah. go racing. Yeah. Okay. They yeah.
1: were really cool though. Yeah. They were. They were fun. Yeah. Oh, Bunting is cool. At least, at least, are too. too. Yeah, 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 those are yeah. good dudes. But, but, um, but a lot of people in our sport are sometimes not. Yeah. And if you show up to a program like that, that might be the last time you yep. see them.
0: Exactly. And so, Grand Am at the time, this is this is basically what Imsen now is owned by NASCAR. But at the time, it was not, and Grand Am was a NASCAR road racing property. Yep. Uh, and there wasn't, it wasn't really known for. An abundance of entries or <laughs> quality. quality. Yeah. So, like, literally, you guys are going to dinner in Phoenix, and like, Grand Am officials are picking up the check to keep teams yep. happy.
2: Kept us at the bar until they closed. That was a mistake.
0: <laughs>
2: so, literally, you're like, so sit, was, you're uh, sitting
0: at a restaurant like now, and, and some guy in a Grand Am shirt is like, let me get this.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're on us. And, yeah, yeah. and it was John Bedell, yeah. Scott Aiden, oh, one of my Lonnie Petschnik.
0: That is a group. And that's, uh, that's how you and John Bedell meet. Yep. Is Phoenix 2003. And now you're a Grand Am engineer.
2: Well, then, I don't know why they wanted to continue driving with Kevin. You know, so they, they did, and we did another three or four races or something that season with them in some shitbox car.
0: Because, like, what were your career options li- living in the BVI? None. Zero. Okay. Because I, I don't know anything about the economy of no, BBI, but
2: I I mean you can't even get a work permit, so okay. I now have one, but that's a different story. But uh, <laughs> but I can't talk about that one. No, I can't talk about that. <laughs> um, There's a lot of that, but no, there were. I really hadn't made long-term plans. I was just going to okay. build a house and see where
0: figure it out where it went. This is the kind of guy that'll just go to Australia for eight months. Yeah. yeah. But like again, a traditional engineer, you know, they've got computer software and years of engineering books and whatnot. And you just finished building a house in the BVI, and you kind well, of you're not in. finished yet.
2: But that's a different. Year.
0: You're the Jeff Brown of Uncomplete homes. Um,
1: <laughs> engineering and four stars.
0: But uh, but at no point is there a formal engineer background with you. This is just coming from running a Porsche shop and doing some, some PCA racing. Well, and then, Redworks. And then Renworks. I did learn a lot there. I, that I imagine, sure. So you do that for a few years, win the championship with Lally and Bunting. Is this yep. where the Lally relationship begins? Yes. Oh, and history yeah. was made.
1: What was your first interaction with Andy like? Do you any memory of that? He was actually good in the in the
2: Pontiac. Or yeah. He had no issues. Um, I think he was also trying to build up at that point, and yeah. it was yeah. new and...
0: Yeah, and he was like, I mean, at that time, I, I'm sure there were factory aspirations with how yeah. GM was operating mm-hmm. and all that, because that TRG program had two cars, effectively. There was a TRG customer car, which was what you were on with Mark Bunting and Andy Lally, and there was effectively like a Pratt-run
3: Pratt run factory, factory car, car where
0: with Pratt engineers and Kelly Collins and uh, uh, Paul, Edwards? Paul, Edwards. Paul Edwards, yeah, yeah. 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 and and the customer car kept beating the yeah. factory car yeah. and that was somewhere between your strategy, Andy's driving, yep. Mark just driving smart. He was know? good, and, Yeah,
2: but they never wanted to go outside the box and we did Yeah, and found stuff that they couldn't find because they didn't want to.
0: Now, so this is, so this is where you show up in the engineering side of life and this is the kind of stuff I find interesting. So, you know, Pratt built the car, and so they have their book on yep. what the shaker data says, and what it, the computer data says. If you
1: don't know who this is, it's the same people that build all the Corvettes. Yes, exactly. Brad yeah, Miller course. Engineering. Um, very smart people. Very smart people. Yeah.
0: Incredibly quality company. Really good people. Yeah. Dan Binks we yeah, have an yeah, episode yeah. with. Um, but it's built of, it's an engineering company. It's built by engineers. Uh, and you're, like, you're not somebody who lives and dies by computer data. No. and so this is where i think something like this shows up is that you're like well let's try a spring change it may not make sense on the shaker but i've been doing this long enough it could work
2: yeah it did we we've regularly ran very differently than they did and
1: beat them in the end it was pretty cool how, do, how does lars connect with a guy like andy lally engineer to driver sean's learning now <laughs> <laughs> it was a different Andy. Hi, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're gonna he, listen to this
0: one. listening to this one. <laughs> it's not like I didn't know going into this what was gonna happen, but going
2: we had a we had a we actually had a good time with it because he was willing to try different stuff. We knew that we were on the back foot. Up because against you're the simply factory not the car, car, right? And yeah. factory drivers. Yeah. And we knew that we couldn't compete. And we had Mark. Mark is a good driver, but he's not a factory driver um, and we came up with ways of making the car really fast really good to drive and it paid off and it was a good car but again that's because you,
0: you're not somebody that's confound by a book that says you're going to do these things in this instance no but I also have to
2: say I, I went up to uh, Pratt & Miller uh, quite a few times and they taught me discipline that I've carried over ever since in what way? They are extremely regimented on how they do setups and set downs, and it does it gets done every time you go on track, off track. We never used to do that, at TRG. I mean, it's you sort of set like up, back first on your string out, yeah.
0: See if anything moved.
2: That taught me a lot about how they engineered cars, and I also I got uh, to to talk to the right guys up there, the engineers, and I got to be really good friends with them, and they taught me a lot.
4: Of
0: so you, you went out, you win the championship in '06 in Grand Am. Uh, this now cements you as a championship caliber engineer, especially because you beat the factory you yep. know, team right next door. But then you had talent with Mark, but 2007, I think, was my favorite season for you. Laz <laughs> um, Yeah. So 2007, you almost won a championship again. And you
1: changed the future of sports car racing.
0: (laughs) There is literally, so this is. There's a few. uh, Yeah, there's a few large rules. There's one. There's one giant one that came out in 2000. Black eye on the sport. So uh, (laughs) you had Andy Lally, but who would you say was the star of that 2007 Rolex program?
1: RJ. RJ Valentine. One of our best episodes we've ever had. Friend of the show, as they say.
0: Labeled by Andy Lally is the best podcast we've ever done. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. That is one. I don't think you listen to us, but uh, RJ is one you should listen to. Yeah, you'll appreciate everything we did there. He drove, according to the podcast, (laughs) he drove like 40 minutes in every race. Yeah, Oh, yeah. 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 I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we got a rule now. So you and I, uh, <laughs> when, we, when we're calling strategy against each other in a couple days, days, we have to make sure our drivers are on four and a half hours. Yeah, so a it's a long time. Point. Of the 24-hour so, race. Of the 24-hour race. Hour race. Yeah, so yeah. you've got a very good lineup, but for somebody uh, like Magnus, you know, you've know, you got a guy like John Potter, who while perfectly experienced. He was and perfectly faster
1: than us. What are you <laughs> talking about?
0: <laughs> faster than Kevin Estre. We figured it out, man. Uh, yeah, yeah qualified Ian um, Halen. Yeah.
1: But All I'm hearing to step it up Ian Halen.
0: Yeah. I mean, Kevin Astro? I've heard of him. John is a safe <laughs> and very stable driver, but figuring out how to organize him in a four and a half hour period is part of the game. And uh, that might be because of you in that 2007 season.
2: 2007 was uh, pretty cool. Uh huh. That was fun. Yeah. So, um, you have a favorite? Yeah, Mid Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So tell us I, about Mid Ohio. I tell this story to people all the yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, Mid Ohio is a little special because you start on the back straight. Right. That's the why the green flag. The green flag's is green flag yeah. on the back straight, away.
0: and the start, finish, and pit entry is half a lap later. Yeah. yeah. So we had straight.
2: we had done a couple of uh, races where we had let RJ drive one or two laps, and pulled him out of the car and put Andy in. Total, one or two laps. Total. One because
0: there them. was yeah. no driver time requirement. No. You no. just had to have two drivers. And so. two drivers.
1: RJ was pretty far off the pace at this point, but no. also
2: not that far.
1: Three or four seconds? Oh, okay, got <laughs> it. Sure, got it. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so RJ wasn't up to Andy's pace. No. Saved it. <laughs> uh, so he was okay with the strategy? Um, it always would go down like this. Uh,
2: I would say, RJ, what do you want to do? Do you want to drive or do you want to win the race? And he would say, Lars, That's do what you need. That's not what he'd say. I'd uh, Lars. I want to f- win. Yeah. 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 Something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Lars. And uh, <laughs> then I'd make the call and I'd. I think at Mid Ohio, I don't think he realized that it was only half a lap. Wait, would he?
0: So would he know before the pit in call? No. So he's thinking he's going to go do a stint. Yeah, and he's literally in turn two or the second corner, turn eight. Yeah, pit this And Pit this left.
1: Pit now. Yeah. So the green falls on the back straightaway at Mid Ohio. Mid Ohio. And then six corners later. Yeah. And we're now half a lap behind. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> About uh, four seconds, I guess, from. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. And so uh, Andy gets in. Uh huh. So RJ doesn't do a complete lap. No. Technically. He didn't need to. Yeah. That's he the didn't rule. start
2: far, uh, Start finish. Yeah. Nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Andy gets in.
2: Andy gets in. And I think we have some lucky yellows. And well, and also, when everybody else does their driver
0: change. Now Andy doesn't. He can advance to the front. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the now, because of you, the only way to win a race. Is to pull your AM in after a lap because the way just the track positioning yeah, works. Yeah, it's going to be a huge advantage. It's going to be a huge yeah. advantage to yeah. stop that early. Yeah. So they make an RJ rule.
2: They did an RJ rule. Yeah. Minimum drive time was born. <laughs> yeah. So but it wasn't you. until next year, was it?
1: No, you guys got got away with because it. Because we
2: bit. did it at Lime Rock. We did it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, they can't change it. Few Something questions. like that.
2: They can't change midway through the
0: season.
1: Oh, they would do it if they could. Well, now they can. They, they now, can. They can. now they can. Yeah, they do yeah, the yeah. midweekend VOP changes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the
0: time, that was not how it was going to go. No. So literally. All this drive time stuff we go through now well, back is because then, of they, you and they, RJ. They
1: cared about someone like yeah. RJ's investment. You know, he's committed. We got to let him have this one. <laughs> and then in the off season, we'll tell them they don't get to do this anymore. Yeah. How many uh, races did we win that year? Three? No, I think like four or five. Yeah, four
2: yeah.
0: or five. Yeah. 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 Four or yeah. five? RJ is yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, but in RJ's defense, like those photos are still the same photos. Yeah, like right. if oh, yeah. you went to his old go-kart track, it's oh, not man. there anymore, but there was like there's like winner photos. Did you ever go to yep. X1 Boston? Those you you not have anymore? Yeah, I think it closed. well, didn't you and I go when it was closed? Well, it was open
1: when we. Oh no, it was yeah, open when. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I think it's closed now. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. I genuinely think when it comes to race strategy, you're as good as they get. In terms of your ability to put a car where it needs to be because when I look at like your 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 wins in the GTO category came from put in the car in a pit position where Pratt and Miller wasn't, and so track position you'd gain by yeah, the end right. of the race. Yeah. You almost won it. you were like half a race away from winning a championship in 2007 with RJ as a co-driver because yeah, Andy drove like a badass, yeah. but you were very creative and in, in when to make uh, pit stops to do that. Um, a lot of our Magnus victories came from really clever pit strategy. Uh, like I think that is a area, and and I don't think that's something you teach. I think that's something you instinctively understand. Where's the best place to, put the, to place the car?
2: You get lucky a lot of times too. Sure, you do. But yeah, but it's also it's it it also has to do with experience. Yeah, I mean, twenty years of of professional racing, you and in the same in the same category. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I haven't moved around so. Yeah. Um, Seen a few things, yeah.
0: So, uh, we had lunch today with Philippe Albuquerque, uh, who, his number one thing in his relationship with his engineer is tell me what you do to the car. If you're going to make a change, tell me what yeah. that change is so yeah. that I know what to expect, blah, blah, blah. Now, Andy notoriously couldn't stand the fact that you don't do that. Yeah. You just say, wait in the car, hold on, we're going to make a change. And then, all right, go. Why is that? I and mean, I'm curious, like, what is the actual psychology for you? Because
2: I mean, people are not biased. Then the is not biased to expect something and say, oh, this is what it's doing because that's what he wants it to do or that's what he thinks it's going to do. He is literally just feeling what the car did and uh, gives a much better feedback. Does that come from
0: an experience? And like I what? don't want to share either. Because you might leave or he might leave?
2: No, I I, I just don't want to share what I'm doing just because for me, it's much better to get an objective Uh, Answer out
0: of them. Does that come from an experience? Like there was a driver that argued with you too much down a path you didn't want to go down?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you used
2: to tell Andy, and then you stopped. He would try and get it out of me. Okay. And sometimes I'd tell him some of it, and and I still do that.
1: Right. So so one of the most memorable pieces of advice I've gotten from Andy is if an engineer ever tells you he makes a change, don't just automatically assume he did. Because he was like, if you get someone that makes a change and you don't feel anything, don't say, yeah, I feel it. Because some engineers won't make a change to see if you feel a shit or not. And so to this yeah. day, anytime time I'm like, I, uh, if I don't really feel something, and I'm like, not sure. I'm like, I don't feel anything. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, and that's a good answer. Yeah.
2: I'd rather have that. I don't I, know. It's okay. I will always make a change if I say I'm going to do it or I'm going to say I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. But uh, I I won't bullshit people like that. But yeah. don't come and tell me you're feeling a change if you're not. Yeah. Yeah. That won't help any of us.
0: Right. Exactly. When did you know the Farmbacher deal was going south?
2: Um, When I heard it, saw it on TV, I guess now. Somebody called me. Uh, Who called me? I can't remember. So it's
0: not, because here we are like 12 years later, so it's not necessarily as nothing, but Farmbacher Lowell's was was a really, really good Grand AM GT team. They did some ALMS uh, in their final year, Um, but it was a Porsche team. Uh, Horse Farnbacher, who really wasn't part of the bad side of Farnbacher Lulls, but no. uh, but Horse Farnbacher, very well known in, uh, name in Europe. Um, it was financed by ill-begotten means, as our uh, as our boy would say. <laughs> uh, ill-begotten uh, means. That's a uh, that's, fair. Uh, that's
2: uh, a nice. What the fuck that's is a nice one. nice. flight Leitzinger said, it. "Yeah, yeah."
0: Um, and all of a sudden, at the end of the 2009 season, all of a sudden people aren't getting the cars delivered they paid for and some people haven't been paid in a few months and where were
2: you in that whole process um we ended the season and i went to dinner with uh with greg Lowes in miami
0: yeah and you had did you have any sense no nope. okay
2: uh we i was invited to dinner with his family to just have dinner but also talk a little bit about next year and um there's a couple of things i told him that I didn't want for next year. I, I wanted people to get paid on time. I wanted my the vendors to get paid so I could go racing. Right. Yeah. So uh, vendors
0: hadn't been getting paid at this point.
2: Well, that was a that had been going on the whole time.
0: Oh, right. Because they were just notoriously yeah notoriously, unorganized. Yeah. yeah. And so, this and on, on an engineering and mechanical side, we know all of a sudden you need a new set of tires or spares. Yeah. Uh, spares. And, and every, all of a sudden you're forward-facing guy in that process.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. And And uh, everything was honky-dory he said yep we're going and uh i fly home and about four or five days later i hear that he is now in custody so that ended that
1: pretty quick how quickly do you start looking for something else uh i actually didn't yeah
2: uh john biddell called me and said hey We'd really like you to come on board. And I said, well, to Magnus." Uh, to Magnus. Yeah. yeah. I said, "Nah." I don't know. <laughs>
0: Just another goof-off Am team. I don't know. I
2: mean, yeah. I I didn't know uh, John Potter yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know um, Craig Stanton Really, I met him in the paddock, but I'd never met John Potter because he was in a different league. Um. But after a while, I said, "Well, you know." John is there, and it could be fun, and so I'll do that. Turned out okay.
0: Yeah, I'd say. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we won some good races.
0: And then Paul Miller, and here you are.
2: Paul Miller. We uh, we went uh, SRO racing after we had a little conflict with uh, IMSA. At Magnus, you mean? At are
0: Because basically, you were Magnus 2010 to 2016. 17. Well, oh, you did the World Challenge, that's right. So 2010 to through 2017. Yeah. And, I mean, you won Daytona twice. Yes. Um, I mean, all, the engineers always play a role, but, like, very specifically a strategy call helped to win that 2016 race in particular. You win Sebring. Yeah, that was a highlight. Yeah, yeah. I liked
2: 12, but 16 was better. 16
0: was a really cool <laughs> win. You win Sebring, you win an Indy, North American Endurance Championship. Twice, I think, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, twice, once as a team, right? And... Um, and, uh, you know, it's always tough uh, to win the full on season championship with with different driver pairings. But uh, but it seemed like when there was a chance that strategy could kind of jump the team, it seemed like you always got him there. And uh, and then basically, Magnus went World Challenge racing in 17. Yep. And I don't think you particularly enjoyed World Challenge style racing. That was
2: absolutely horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of thought that at that point, it might be time to change teams. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I've talked to Mitchell. This is Mitchell, Mitchell, Simmons, Mitchell Simmons, who basically
0: kind of runs a day-to-day, so to speak, with mm. Paul Miller, an electronics genius.
2: I've known him for a long time, and he's been trying to get me to come over to Paul Miller for many, many years. Sure. But I never had the interest. Mm-hmm. So they, they promised a new style program, and I thought that was interesting.
0: But it seems like you're, you're in a good home right now. Uh, I mean, obviously, the team is incredibly yeah. competitive. You won Daytona a couple of years ago. You won the championship last... 20 Yeah. All right, but we we like to have engineers on because we have a lot of young fans who are aspiring race car people, Mm -hmm. engineers, mechanics, that kind of thing, and a lot of times engineers can give sage advice that a Philippe Albuquerque can't give. If I'm 22, I have an engineering engineering degree, and Paul Miller really likes me, so he's like, Lars, I'm giving you a 22-year-old an engineering degree. What kind of jobs are you going to give
2: me? Well, if you if you really want to learn, then you you sit and and just take it all in.
0: Right. And but am I going to be doing wiring? Am I going to be doing data act work? Like what kind depends of depends on you're... what you can do. Mm-hmm. Sure.
2: Uh, example
0: is uh, um, Tim Whitridge? yeah, who's now like
2: a prototype He's an engineer. engineer and prototype. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah. Who's no. he working for? Uh, uh, Eric. Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. cool. Yeah, yeah. No. I see him around every now and then. Yeah.
2: He's a really smart kid. Yeah. Uh, good data guy, and he came in, and he never made any waves. He just wanted to observe and learn and yeah. sat next to me on the timing stand for, what, three years? And never second-guess you, never.
1: No, yeah, never. Just you know I was thinking? Yeah, yeah, he just did
2: his job. And he really brought something to the team, and I relied on him a lot, and,
1: and he's great now. Yeah. You don't, you don't strike me as somebody that feels the need to, like, help people grow in the sport. I don't mean that critically. I've just and maybe you've done this and I haven't seen it but my point is is that there are some guys that are like alright let me help you out little guy and there are other people that are like I'm here to do a job I don't have time to foster children into the sport uh,
2: I will only do it if there's somebody who's really interested and yeah. like Tim was yeah right exactly but Tim's like somebody the perfect like example right yeah he's a perfect example and, and I've, I've met so many that wanted something from me yeah. and thought they could do it, like, in two races, Yes, I have no time for that. Right. That's exactly where I
1: picture you when I think about Lars.
0: Because help is just more work yeah. if you have to manage that help. But if we, use, if we use Tim as the example, Tim never had a problem folding up the canopy, no. putting Kiwi tile out, you know, cleaning yeah. where he needed to clean. I mean, clean. he did he all the
2: things that we did before. I mean, Right. We, I spent... 15 years doing exactly that, getting the Kiwi towel, loading the trailers. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's what you do the first 10, 15 years. Yeah. And now I elect not to do it. Right.
0: Uh, so here's a weird question. So in here in 2023, the Lars Gearsing School of Engineering. You know, in other words, you didn't go to school. You don't have an engineering degree. You're just a hands-on guy that drove f- trailers at 22 years old. Yeah. Is there a place for that guy? today like you're here because you want a ton of stuff yeah
2: we're dinosaurs
0: yeah
2: it's going away i mean we, we can see how complicated the cars have become now yeah um you really have to follow along and the the trend is that everybody believes data more than the the seat of the pants and uh five years from now we're going to be all electric Probably, and uh, it's just gonna be a different ballgame.
0: Why are you still able to win?
2: I think it's uh, it's a mixture of a really good team that we've built, and I kind of pat myself on the back a little bit with that, that I'm able to bring people together that can do a good job and do what we want them to do. Strategy is one thing, I'm really lucky right now because uh, it's both me and Mitchell sitting there.
0: Yeah. And when sharp. you're two
2: That can actually talk together And bounce ideas and off each other And probably
0: not Bigger dicking each other either Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, It's it, it all works in the end And uh, I mean there, there is a If I make a decision That's what stands But I'll always listen to him. But it just makes it much easier When you have somebody to, to talk to So I'm, I'm very lucky in that regards And not a lot of people are that
0: Oh I thought of another rule Oh I thought of a large rule. This came from an anonymous source. So, um, <laughs> runway uh, coast down testing. Oh yeah. Runway coast
2: down testing yeah. is now is now banned. We're, yeah, we've never done
0: that. Okay, that's but not true. But let's just, let's let's <laughs> let's say you You're did. A f-ing liar. All right, Lars Garrison. So there's now a very clear rule saying run day co- uh, runway coast downs are now banned.
1: Like yeah. total? Like you can't do them anywhere? Or you no. just can't do them in one place? You
0: can't do them. Can't do them at yeah. all. Yeah. Oh. There used to be a spot not too far from here. That, that
1: I'm aware of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize it shut down all of it. No, I just thought you, it was at yeah, like that no. one location.
0: Coast downs are completely illegal now. Wow. And uh, there's, a, there's a may or may not be an airfield just a little bit down the road at a little company. <laughs> a little organization called NASA. It's an acronym. Uh, yeah. Not the uh, club racing nope, organization. Not at all. Yeah. Um, you may or may not play a role. I'm curious your version of this story.
2: Uh, the, the airplane story?
1: Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Is there another story? <laughs> There's two runway stories. Yeah. I got questions.
2: Well, we were doing uh, uh, Coast Town, and uh, Madison was going in and out. Okay. Again, I know
1: some fans will know what that is, but a what lot of, of fans what probably the won't. Down, yeah. what, like, why would you do a Coast Town?
2: Coast Town is to—it's um, practically like going to a wind tunnel, but in real-world situation. Mm-hmm. So you drive up and down a very very long runway. In this case, it's the NASA runway. That's uh, I think for it's shuttles. Five miles long. <laughs> yeah, because it's built for yeah. shuttles. Yeah. yeah. And you can literally go to a certain speed each way. We elected 165 miles an hour. Yeah. And you turn around and do it the other way. So you go with the wind against the wind. Yeah. And get side wind, whatever. The car. Yeah. yeah. And you make changes to the car so that you can see what each change does in real world. Yeah. Yeah.
1: To the arrow. Arrow. And yeah, then, like, nice. coast down is, like, you basically clutch it or have a neutral yeah. sixth gear or whatever, yeah. and then just let it come you down it, to a speed you, that you want. You let
2: it roll to, say,
1: 120 miles an hour, yeah, and you then you take, take that, that data. data. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you, so you may or may not have been at this this facility. Yeah, that I can't NASA remember owns. That,
2: Yeah. But so uh, we're... And,
0: again, this was... Uh, so long Whatever ago. the statute of limitations was ago, plus oh, a day. Was
2: yeah, plus one day, plus one day. for
1: <laughs> liability. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> uh, so... Um, Madison is going out, and the, the thing was that we would lose radio contact because we didn't have a repeater up, and we're in a garage. This is your so version? as okay. soon as he would turn the corner, there was no radio contact anymore. Because he's five miles away. Because he's out of range, yes. According to Lars. According to me. Okay. So as I recall, uh-huh. we get a call from the tower saying there's an airplane coming in.
0: And the rule, and when you agree to do these things... What was the prearranger rule?
2: Uh, the rule is that uh, we have to we have to make a radio announcement to the tower that when we're going out, and we're coming in. Okay. And then they will announce
1: if there's any incoming traffic. And incoming right. traffic, I'm guessing, takes priority.
2: It, it does, yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. yeah. I don't that know makes, why, That makes you know? sense. Yeah, the 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 On paper, the, I get it. The
0: plane hurling to the ground.
1: Or shuttle. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> so Madison is going out, and... Uh, uh I get a call from the tower that there's incoming traffic. And I call Madison and say there's a plane coming and there's no reply. And uh then he c continue, continues down the runway and at that point the airplane is closer than anybody thinks and it comes in. Okay. Just above them. And nothing happened? Sure. Nothing but happened. Like, yeah. The, the NASA pilot was a little bit miffed, I think. Because
0: he was, like, within 20 feet of a car. Because here's the thing. If you're which fu- car was it? Lambo. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I Got mean, uh, whatever. I was driving 10 years plus ago. T- yeah. 10 years yeah. ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. First uh, rendition. They had Lambos 10 years ago. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Countach is in the 80s, baby. but like, If you're in, like, a T-38 or whatever, like, you're, you're tailing down, which means you're looking up. So you can't see what's underneath you if you're a plane.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. No. There's nothing to do at that point. You know?
0: You're just, you're just going to hope. So, uh, we had an anonymous source who feels as though maybe the directive was clear and you were ignoring it.
2: No, no. I wouldn't <laughs> ignore it. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> anyway, so what, came, what rule came because of this?
2: Uh, oh, well, yes. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. But that wasn't because of that. That was uh-huh. just because we were doing
0: it. I got the impression NASA said we ain't doing this anymore.
2: Yeah, I guess that was the last time we ran. Yeah. I was <laughs> a- <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe. The the look on your yeah. face, you're like, oh, yeah, that, yeah I guess yeah. that kind of might have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that okay. Be, yeah. Yeah. Is it because you might have, like, you know, started a Killed inter- an astronaut? Right. That. Yeah. 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 Changed history yeah. for the space program. But, I
0: mean, yeah. an astronaut landed a plane almost on on. Madison's
1: yeah. mean, yeah. rumor was it was, like, somebody with some clout, and they wanted. It was, yeah. They they was, was, was no, really oh, having, so you okay. remember that part. Huh. Okay. A former <laughs> astronaut. No, I, well, I do remember the
2: scolding we got.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. How'd that go? Who's it come from?
2: It came from the guy who took the check. Ah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh-huh.
2: And I mean, they they have five miles of runway.
1: You need the whole thing.
2: Really? Yeah. yeah. Come yeah. on. If you're good, <laughs> if
0: you're good, if you if should be able to land that. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Who was driving the car? Madison. And did he see the plane? Uh, he didn't notice it.
2: Uh-huh. Until it was flew he, over his head. Was
1: he low eyes Thank or? You.
2: Yeah, well, just looking ahead, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. not looking up, right? Not looking up through the roof. Yeah,
1: no, no, no situational awareness.
0: Yeah, yeah land come on, them. you're better than yeah. this, buddy. So let's way too much racing. Uh, let's talk a little BVI stuff. So V I S A R. I don't know. Is it, what do you call it? V I S A R. V I S A R. yes. Yeah. So it's Virgin Islands Safety and Rescue. Search and rescue. Search and rescue. Plus excuse enough. me. Uh, you are. It's a volunteer. Yes, it's all volunteer. You, I don't know if you run it, but you're a very, you... You're, you're vice president, right?
2: Yeah. I'm the vice president. I run the Virgin Gorda brand. So oh. you're like
0: a search and rescue guy between races. Yes. What does a search and rescue guy do at the BVI?
2: Because they don't have a coast guard. We don't have a coast guard, so yeah. We, we, yeah. we're
0: honorary members of the coast
1: guard. Yeah, we are actually. Yeah. The U.S. Coast Guard. The U.S. Coast, coast Guard, exactly. the best one. Yeah.
0: yeah. We we fly on in a Jayhawk. Yeah,
1: we know Jayhawk people. Yeah. What's <laughs> our Captain L- Scott, L- Scott? Richardson. Lieutenant Zach. <laughs> oh, and, and Lieutenant Zach Farrell. Yeah, LTZ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. yeah.
0: Yeah. So well, we we understand we, uh, we do the same thing. Yeah, we just lost. <laughs> we <laughs> the, the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Go on. I can see that. It's <laughs> our bit. So Virgin Islands. Search and, uh, search and rescue. What all do you do? Because I do imagine, like, because it's we have about a small uh, island. so There's a lot of
2: 1,500 charter boats. Uh, oh, season oh, that go out all day. That's a lot. So that's about what five, six thousand people on the water. Yeah, yeah. That are drunk and don't know how to sail.
0: And are the so these aren't just like fishermen making a living. No, no, these are these tourists. are recreational tourists. Oh. so we have
2: them, and then we have all the local fishermen and the local boaters. Yeah. And since there's no Coast Guard, if somebody gets in trouble, they call us.
0: So what do you, how does the call come in?
2: Uh,
0: it will... Because this isn't like a funded, or this isn't like a professional organization. This is people like you, they're all volunteers. It, we're all
2: volunteers. We have right. a, a couple of paid people now. Okay. Uh, but um, basically we have a, a toll-free number that people can call and uh, say we're in trouble. Okay. And uh, then and you, we... can you take the helicopter. Then we take one of our two boats. <laughs>
0: And what is the boat?
2: Uh, we have uh, two boats. We have one in Tortola and one in Virgin Gora. Right. And, and are uh, these like
0: little pontoon boats. Like what are we? What they, are
2: are they are now uh, the one in Tortola is a a uh, thirty-two meter, two, thirty-two foot rib, and the one we have in Virgin Gorda is thirty-seven. And right.
0: what do you have stocked, safety-wise?
2: What we have on board. Yeah. We have full medical kits. We have. Uh, uh, all kinds of uh, electronics yeah. to save lives. We have communications. Do you have an EpiPen? We have EpiPen. Good, uh, good. good. Peanut allergies are real, man. Yeah, no, uh, we, mm-hmm. We're really high on medical stuff that's developed over the last sure. 15 years. Uh, it used to be more wrap and pack and get into shore as soon as quick possible. Yes, now right. we have actual medics.
1: Oh, you do? Um, that go out with you? Yeah. yeah. And then
2: okay. we're in Virgin Gorda. We're Five medics. I'm a medic
1: as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're currently a medic, like you're medically trained right now. Yeah. So you could do CPR we, and everything. We keep, all we that keep stuff. it up every two years. So six. if something hits the fan on pit lane, I'm running to the Paul Miller pit box. Yeah, now. you should. Mars, yeah. you're like, ah, I'm off the clock. Yeah, yeah. You're like, dude, we're not in the BVI, like, and you're like, you know It's like, oh, it's Eversley. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he's like, fine. Yeah, yeah. He'll be all right. No, let be him, okay. Let him lose a little. Let him really feel it.
0: So Virgin Gorda does it have
2: a, <laughs> a <laughs> hospital?
1: Has a clinic. Has a clinic.
0: What can they do there? Uh, if pretty you're much in nothing. So, is the idea to get them as close as you can to then send them somewhere else?
2: Uh, we take them to Tortola to the main hospital there. Okay, and I assume that's they, a more
0: full fledged deal. Are a real hospital. A deal. It's not real, but yeah. somewhere close. So, what kind of incidents? Do you, like, so there's a phone number. Is there a way to send a distress signal?
2: Yeah, you can call us on on, uh, on the VHF radio channel okay. 16 as well. Okay, but. Cell phones are prevalent now everywhere and everybody okay. has them.
0: So if I send a flare, no one's seeing it.
2: Uh, we do monitor for that. and We have lots of people all around. So it is quite often we see flares
1: and then and say also monitor it. Other and people see flares and then they call it. They and, call and, it, yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So when
0: you're, is this, are you on duty or is this just any time of the day your phone can ring? Well, because uh,
2: we're a very small group in Virgin Gorda, We're yeah. about 12 of us. Yeah. And we are... We're only quite a few people that are are helms and in control of the boat. So whenever I'm home, I try to take the strain off them and do all the calls. And when, of course, when I'm gone, then they have to take the calls. And do the
0: calls route to you, or are you like sitting in an office somewhere?
2: No, no, they route to my they cell phone. You. Yeah. Okay, okay. So everybody's just doing their normal thing. And right, so you're not on your a cell phone. Calls. Sh- you're
0: not on a shift floating around looking for stuff. If The call comes in it way yeah, you, you do nothing. Yeah, gotcha. What kind of stuff have you seen? It's mostly drunk Anything. assholes, right? That
2: well, there's quite a few drunk people. There's a lot of heart attacks, mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of medical problems. Yeah. Uh, you know, caught off limbs, fingers, head injuries, We're uh, sitting here drownings.
1: January 24th, 2023. When was the last time you had to go out and rescue someone?
2: Uh, just before I came. Two days before. Well, How many calls have we done this year or so far? 23. We've done three or four.
0: Yeah. And today's the 24th. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah,
2: this is our notorious our busy time. Sure, There's lots of tourists.
1: Yeah, because the holidays. Well, it's yeah. cold everywhere else. Yeah. So everybody yeah. comes down. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It's quite involved. I never thought I would do this yeah. when I signed up for it. I've never been an ambulance chaser or ever wanted to. Yeah, right. well, you never but chose somehow, law. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. somehow it. It, uh, I like it. Well, it seems
0: like, yeah. it seems like community involvement is actually a thing of yours, especially on BVI, yeah. which is kind of it's a small right. island. Normally and, the only
1: yeah. time you actually, and I mean this respectfully, whenever I, I mentioned like going home and fishing and drinking, you're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, how'd the race go? You're like, mm. <laughs> If I see in the airport, you're like, yeah, I went like this. What are you going to do now? Oh, we're going fishing. <laughs> you're like all excited. So how does that, where does that interest come from? Like why'd you sign up in the first place?
2: I love boats. I love the water. Yeah. And, and he uh, loves people. <laughs>
1: I'm social. Yes, I'm warm social. and endearing.
2: No, I thought I could help, and uh, I, as with a lot of our volunteers that come in, they yeah. think they are going to go drive the boat right away. <laughs> oh, and, uh, so they're like young engineers. So you're like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. 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 So I go, yeah, I, I can do that. You know, yeah. I, you want my help? Yeah. And they said, well, that's not how it works. You know, yeah. you got to go through all these
1: steps, and sure. it actually takes yeah. well, about a can, year
0: before you get on crew. If you're saving lives, you want to vet that they're. Yeah. Really willing to put themselves in the position they yeah. need to.
1: So even in a in an emergency survival savior situation, people are like, I want to do the cool thing first day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They so is that, yeah. Is that, it is is it's not just like racing. Thing it's language. literally. Oh, I can drive that prototype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yep. love it. It's exactly yeah. the same. Um, how does But there there's a lot of things that uh that connects what I do in racing kind of with that? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's about having the big picture, mm-hmm. yeah, and knowing how to deal with people and get people to do what you want them to do. And then obviously, yeah.
1: drive time rules. Drive time rules. Yeah. yeah, it's,
2: it's all same. the same. Same, same thing.
0: thing. Luckily, yeah. there's no like rival search and rescue Not organization same. like redoing.
2: Yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'd be there first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we've had some really awesome support on the show, and so we should point out that you can go to. Is it, how do you pronounce it? Visar? Visar, yeah. You can go to visar.org, and they have right on the top a Donate, and you can go and and help out. We've sold a lot of books for people. That hasn't saved any lives. (laughs) That hasn't helped anybody other than their personal stuff. But visar, V-I-S-A-R.org, and then right on the top there's Home, Get Involved, and then Donate. So you can go donate, and uh, it sounds like it's for a pretty cool cause. How's your,
0: uh, I mean, I understand if things are real serious is one thing, but how's your... How's your bedside manner with like a panicking tourist. <laughs>
2: uh, no, I'm, I mean I'm calm and collected.
1: Copy. right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, real bad. it's real bad. Get here quick. Copy. <laughs> well, you know,
2: uh, I I tend to be the same way all along. But yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
4: The sharks got my boat.
1: <laughs> Copy. Mm-hmm. Fifteen minutes. Yep. Yep.
2: yep. And you hear like a pshhh
0: in the background. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we do a pass along question. <laughs> um, so we just had lunch a few hours ago with uh, Philippe Albuquerque, who I'm guessing you know who he is, but you probably never really worked with him. Uh, and uh, Ryan, what was his question verbatim?
1: Yeah, he asked, "He, <laughs> do you like where we're headed with the new future of cars going towards electric versus mechanical, or how do you how do you feel about that?"
2: Yeah, I do like it. Uh, I do like it in the sense that. Uh, I think we should not stay where we are and and look for what is current. Yeah. And motor racing is way behind anyway. So the thing about that it's uh, for development of the car industry is all bullshit. We know that. Yeah, yeah. Especially Uh, now. Especially now, yes. (laughs) And it would be nice and quiet at the racetrack if we had all electric cars. And you don't have to listen to... Guys saying, oh, the shifting strategy isn't right, it won't downshift, it less won't
1: upshift. Less, less bitching. Less bitching. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Different. So, It'll so become about things, torque sensors The two shit. things he had there are less frustration or annoyance for you. Annoyance. It's quiet. It's quiet. I don't have to hear bitching about shifting and, and, and no lift shift blips and yeah. mat, rev matching. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. What, okay. Do you,
0: Daniel, what do you think the
2: future of racing is?
1: You said earlier, five years from now. Five, five years,
2: we're going to be electric. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt. Okay.
0: Will you be
1: around? Five years? Yeah, doubt it. Like liver issues or yeah, 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 Yeah. sharks, (laughs) Italians, Italian Italian sharks, sharks.
0: Italian sharks.
2: Maybe five years, but
0: at what point do you just don't not do this anymore? Because you're a guy who, if it's not doesn't interest you, you just won't do it. Uh, At what point do you not do this anymore?
2: When it, uh, I mean, it's. It's a job, but uh, when it's absolutely no fun anymore, then I won't do it anymore. Yeah, Is he getting there? Not right now. Right now it's cool. Okay. It's pretty good.
1: That seems like a team dynamic thing, though. The, the team I is like great. Like a good yeah. group you're worth. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, Other than Sellers.
1: Yeah, piece uh, of, f- of shit. Yeah, I know, mean, that's 100%. a problem right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, if there's one problem in the paddock, it's yeah. beautiful Brian Sellers. Yeah. 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 He's fine. Um, I've had worse. Yeah, I know you have. He's awesome. <laughs> So we don't know when our next guest will be. It was originally going to be Lawrence Vantour tomorrow, but then he like totally factored it up and was like, oh, now I have a meeting and all this other bull****. So uh, we don't know who our next guest is going to be, but if you had a question for anybody in racing, whether it was a driver, a mechanic, we interview journalists, all sorts of people, anything that comes to mind. Have you ever thought of going into uh,
2: the circus industry because it's pretty similar to what we're doing now?
0: So we are recording this uh, two days out uh, from practice for the 24th, four days out from the actual race. Uh, This is coming out in, let's say, November, December. How does Lars Geersing and that number one Paul Miller BMW do at the 24 hours of Daytona?
2: Going to gain some points.
0: (laughs) What a horrible answer. How does the the season go?
2: season goes great. Yeah? Uh, Why not? Should be Okay all right so no num- so it's daytona is an animal in itself yeah uh this is my 20th year here yeah and i skipped obviously last year
0: yeah i was here well yeah there, there just was a wasn't great a, race there just wasn't a bmw
2: best race ever yeah so we were actually trying to get the uh permission to run the race from the suites from the bmw suites <laughs> and imsa said no huh they said unfair advantage. I don't see yeah. how that can be.
0: You didn't run last year because the car couldn't be available, basically. Yep, there was yeah. no car. Yeah, and you didn't go in 17. I don't think.
2: No, because we, we did the uh, SRO we did World Challenge. yeah. Yep.
0: So, all right. So, <laughs> we are technically doing the same thing, kind of. Oh, okay. uh, here we go. I wanna, no, I just want to put some stakes on this here. So uh, you're you're calling the shots on the on the one car. <laughs> yeah. uh, I am part of the group behind the 44 car. Who's, uh, so it'll
2: be you, and the and Spencer calling the shots. Who's talking to the driver? Me. So you're the one saying it? I'm the one saying it. So you're the one in control?
0: I'm the one taking credit.
2: Well, you're the one who says whatever. I'm the one do. who can
0: get blamed if it goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. So who's going to? You and I. Who's who's gonna out? We gotta have some stakes. Ryan, any stakes we can put out there?
1: Oh, I'm happy to bet on this. Yeah, <laughs> I bet hundreds and thousands. <laughs> like I'm, I'm in. This is <laughs> awesome. Who, what do you want
0: to? Do? We gotta have a bet. Yeah, you and I. Okay, well tattoos. I no, color? we're not doing. Oh tattoos. come on! No, if one not, of you wins, I'm not that confident.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Common denominator drinks. Oh, what God. does that mean? Mm-hmm. explain that I don't even know what
0: that means. What, you buy drinks? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like the that's, tab. Okay. We're sponsored. This is fine. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're already
1: buying this dinner. Yeah.
0: All right. So, Sunday night. So, when
1: are you going to be out?
0: <laughs> the race? Yeah. What, what, what like when we're dropping out?
1: Yeah. Uh so we're calling like, ooh, it's like a baby pool.
2: I'm confused what you're asking. He's
0: like, well,
1: when do you break down?
2: Yeah. yeah. When 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 is it over? Are the for As- you?
1: are the assens not reliable? I don't I don't know. No, okay. fine, right? yeah, we're yeah. talking about Just some, uh, Oh Ooh. well, they were
0: P two last year. They were, yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know how that happened. No, yeah. and and there's only one driver change, and it's a
1: pretty good driver that's swapping in. So I'm not worried about not worried yeah, about that outside of upgraded. outside yeah. of luck. Could you guys, Who's your fourth? Is it Johansson?
2: No, it's um, Maxim. Oh Man.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, so that's a good upgrade too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Johansson you
2: know, was he was good. He was okay, but
1: yeah. What's your favorite beer?
2: My favorite beer. Yeah. Oh, I have so many. Well, I'll drink the I, next one. I
0: will. I will take a video of me drinking your favorite beer from my home in Pasadena. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's okay. Do. Okay. Shitty, okay. Well, then you. Okay. Well,
1: name something better. I did. I said tattoos. I'm not doing <laughs> tattoos. I know you're not. I'm not that confident. But I said if one of you wins, like it's not tattoos. Who beats the other one? It's if one of you wins, the other one has to oh, get shit. tattoo of your choice. I'm not. I'm not getting a Paul Miller tattoo. I'm a no. Man. Well, I, I don't think you'd go. Or a Magnus. That, I, I, yeah. I, I, no, no, no. You go with like a dick butt. A dick butt on, yeah, the, on, a that dick on the ass asscheater. A tramp stamp. Yeah, yeah. Dick yeah, exactly. I'm not doing tramp stamp oh, come dick Come on, butt. I'm trying, guys. I know yeah, you're, yeah. you're doing better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mm. No, racing doesn't mean that much to me. Okay, I would say, <laughs> That's I would say the greatest quote <laughs> from the guy who's running the <laughs> thing. Lars gears. Yeah, I'd say beers for the other team, like a team's worth of beers.
0: Sure. All right, I'll buy a team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. buy beers for. for but are we dollars. going
1: with who? If someone's on the podium. Beating the other one, like, Just beating, beating the other one? Okay. That's have, gonna be... have you seen my BOP? No. 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 Have you seen what the uh, lap times are? Well, I mean, I know you guys are also sandbagging because it was the roar. so uh, Unfortunately illegal. not.
2: <laughs> unfortunately not as much as the Porsches are. Sure. That's, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. fair. Well, I think we can fair. all agree. Yeah. You we know, yeah. can all agree yeah.
1: one thing. Is, is that Bill Riley's a piece of shit? shit? shit. Yeah, right. yeah. Bill Riley's a sandbagged son of a bitch. Lars Giersing said so. Yeah. All right. So whoever beats the other car here... Has to buy beer for the other team. All right. Yeah, I'm okay with I think that. that's a good deal. Yeah. That's a good deal. So we need you to pitch Justin Marks on Nick Tandy's behalf for the Project 91 ride.
2: Oh, He's,
0: His well, career depends on you here.
2: I I think it's a great idea because, um, you know, Nick Tandy is definitely going to do a better job than s <laughs> in any Christ. car. Nice. Uh, so uh, I would totally stand behind it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well,
0: so we always ask people as we get closer to the end of a show uh, 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 what kind of legacy people are hoping that fans will get out of this. You know, like I just listened to Gustav Farfus and here's what I think of the guy now. What What would you hope fans might get out of this episode that you were so excited to do?
2: Well, I hope they will uh, come live in the BBI where it's uh, nice and sunny all the time and uh, we have beautiful beaches and lots of rum. Do you want more
1: people? I was going to say, I'm shocked. I figured That's, you'd be like, don't, please come, don't here. come here. Yeah, yeah I have no my time island. for you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the more, the more the merrier.
0: Normally, when we ask people about legacy, the answer is always how they want to be remembered as yeah. them. And you could give a shit. Yeah, you just you, your immediate thought is where I live, not how I, Lars Gearsing's legacy
2: no, come is. Come on, what I've I, done is not anything super special. So
1: this is a common theme this year, where people are like, "I don't matter," and it's like Nick Tandy, Farfist, and you, and it's like, shut the up. In this industry, yes, you do. Yeah. Like being a revered engineer in this industry
0: an accomplishment. There
1: are twenty five cars
0: this week and they're gonna to have to think about how to do four and a half hours with their am. Well
1: because of you son <laughs> because of, of you. <laughs> RJ Valentine right I'll now take is that one. telling yeah. a room full of people he won the Daytona five hundred <laughs> <laughs> Think think about the guys that every time your car rolls out on pit lane. Yeah. They're like, oh, shit. Paul Miller's here. Lars is their guy. And Madison are gonna go. I actually kick thought
2: about it last year when we were here, we didn't have a car. Yeah. And we're we're walking up and down Pit Lane and Probably ten times we were told, Oh, we're glad you're not here. Yeah. yeah.
1: That would be a huge compliment for exactly. me. That
2: was a compliment. Yeah. I never thought of that.
1: You know? Yeah, yeah.
0: John Potter or Paul Miller or a gentleman driver coming through T R G it's a fun sport for them for a while, but ultimately what is what keeps somebody coming is they like winning. Yeah, winning and winning fixes a lot win, of problems. Winning fixes a lot of problems, especially oh, yeah. for somebody who's self funding. So like Magnus doesn't win. It's not as fun for John Potter. When we were winning, it was a lot more fun. Paul yep. Miller definitely isn't having fun if he's not winning. Nope. Uh, I think you bring that. That keeps a lot of people employed.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you have a favorite Lally story?
2: I think one of my favorites was when he was starting the, uh, the boxing thing. Oh, oh, oh the, was the MMA? There, yeah, the, yeah, the BJJ. In MMA, yeah. yeah. And uh, he shows up with an ear that's as big as a f-ing cauliflower. Yeah. <laughs> And I look at him, and I go, do you really think that was smart? How are you going to get your helmet on? Oh, it's not going to be a problem. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> finally gets the helmet on, yeah. and he goes, oh, See? Oh. I go, how does that feel? Oh, he's like, whack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God. And then there's a the time where he's sitting in the lounge, and uh, he <laughs> is... Trying to trim something on his helmet, and he's got a razor blade out. Oh,
0: anytime there's a blade around and this guy, and yeah, immediately yeah,
2: yeah. sticks it right in his thigh. You know, yeah, I got- <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I don't normally pull this, but do you have a, a favorite thing that you and I did? A favorite what? A thing that you and I did? Because I feel like I made you a brand, whether you wanted to or not.
2: the The favorite times were uh, what you did for Daytona <laughs> with yeah. Potter, yeah. And my very favorite was yeah. the Lego. Because you were a, a beer-drinking Lego? No. Do you know that you're
0: the reason we got the cease and desist? I mean, the character that, I, that we made? Really? I had to say we. Um, well, that's a legacy right there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the, uh, uh, the specific context of the cease and desist that we got was because there was a character drinking a beer. And the Lars character that we had developed at Magnus over the years couldn't not have beer. That was well, like part of the brand Bible, mm-hmm, so to speak, mm-hmm. was that every character you played had a beer in his hand. And that was the the condition of the cease and desist. So you oh. ruined it. Yeah.
1: I did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Lego hates you. Lego hates yeah, well. you specifically. Yeah, yeah. I'm not buying anymore. are they? And they're Danish, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, yeah what's yeah, the problem? They should.
2: Don't they know who I am? All
0: right. Why did you do this?
2: Yeah. Um, I knew it was going to be entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> On your end. Yeah. <laughs> for him, not for us. <laughs> making yeah. it painful I mean, yeah. really if, yeah, yeah. Fine. Uh, okay. Yeah.
1: What's the best advice you have for someone young getting into racing? Like don't a, do a, it. Not, yeah, <laughs> somehow I knew continue. that was coming. Okay, yeah. they're going to do it no matter what. Like, in a real sense, like, give me the best real advice you have for someone getting into the sport.
2: If you want to do this, you should do electronics. Mm. It's a way forward. Yeah, that's actually good. Data, idea. electronics, don't be a wrench, don't be a tire guy, don't. Um, I think that would be the way forward.
1: Yeah. Cool. Well I'd say with all of that, Continental's got the check.
4: Meow 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 I'm finished. On an island waiting for you to come around. I've been going crazy, setting fires to the ground.